Hello, fair listener. Welcome and thank you for following our journey on metagaming by Rum Propelled Gaming. Fair warning, sometimes we are not safe for work, and others not safe for real life. Journey forth at your own risk. Now let's dive right back into Tarath through the campaign Alilopolis. Yeah, right. no, I agree. I so, think having a good voice actually is like key. Yeah, it helps you get into that character like headspace. Yeah, the longer I play with you and the longer I see you play your characters, the more I'm like, yeah, no, a voice is necessary, I think. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like, I'm, I'm just going to add a little bit of gravios to my voice. Like, technically, I have not been doing Shia's voice correctly. Her voice is Now like, recording. <clears throat> Fucking Craig. Shia's voice. Jesus Christ, Craig, interrupt me in the middle of my speech. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, but yeah, like... Shia's voice is literally just more proper, right? Because I'm thinking she's a royal, a royal upbringing, so she's gonna try to like, um, like literally. I think my voice is just like raised a little bit. Like, okay, guys, like this is this is what we're going to do today. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that that changed at all, but in my head, it yeah. like, changes. No, yeah. it definitely. Yeah, no, it came, it came across. Okay, definitely cool, cool, does. Cool. Um, hi, by the way, and I'm seeing we have a squall, actually. Holy crap. Hello. I can't hear you. Squall. Let me see. Okay, maybe there's some background noise. Either. I think that's just background I noise. Did. But, um... Yeah, I just yeah, hear background, background noise. What? There he is. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeet. And hi, Gab. I was just uh, surprised to see... Oh, Okay. India. There seems like a lot going on back there. <laughs> a little bit. They're talking candles. My dad and uh, Gab. Oh. <laughs> so. Wait. Like, I've got a fun, fun story. Is that about... like a bad, bad thing? <laughs> Not necessarily. But. <laughs> of, of voices and, and in your head and such like that is... When you guys were talking, that's what it reminded me of, but I wanted to s greet people, was uh, when I went to go see the very first Harry Potter movie. I went to go see with see it with my mom. I was like maybe 12, maybe 13, something like that. And when we got out of the movie theater, she, she asked me what I thought about it. And the first thing I said to her was like, I don't know, their voices aren't the same. And then, she, and then she was like, what, of the ones in your head? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they all yeah, have voices yeah. in my head when I read. <laughs> I am uh, uh, now convinced. I did this. I had this experience with Jurassic Park. I'm now convinced that it's a million times better to watch the movie first and read the book second. Oh, uh, yeah. Than the other way around. It's nothing but disappointment if you read the book first. But if you like watch the film adaptation or whether it's a TV series or whatever, you like get an idea. You get the base, the gist of the story, and you know if you're gonna like it or not. And then you pick up the book, and it's like that, like times a million. Yeah, right? then you actually get into it. Yeah, there's more detail. There's more backstory. There's more character development. It's like everything you want. It's like it's almost like the movie or the TV show or whatever is like a teaser. Like here's here's what you'll find, but there's more in the book. <laughs> you know. That makes me feel so much better because 
I used to feel like such garbage for like not reading the Lord of the Rings. Um, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel like that. The books are the, that's like the one book series that I've read that like I just despise. Lord of the Rings books to me are terrible. Because I um yeah, I was told that it was like but it was for me I liked it better because I was able to I'm looking for more information now. Like yeah. and I'm getting that, you know, but if I wasn't didn't watch the movies first, it's a fucking hard book series to follow besides Obviously, besides uh, what uh, the Hobbit, which is like a children's book, and that's yeah. like the easiest book to follow. You're like, this is wonderful, and then you like dive into the other books, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, well, well to <laughs> me, it's not even that there's a lot going on. It's the way it's written. It's written yeah. in such yeah. like a dry, like high, like it's trying so hard to be an epic, which it is. Don't get me wrong. Like the story, I think, is great, but the way that it's written is just like, like like trying to eat cardboard to me like i like can't i can't get anything out that's why i really like the movies is because like like the characters come to life right there's like it's not just like dry flat cardboard characters there's so much stuff packed into there that doesn't necessarily need to be there like i don't need to know every single ingredient that went into every dish on their feast which is like 10 courses it's just it's so much Unnecessary yeah. stuff. It, it, but if you... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that it, it really is, and then to add on top of it, like you're saying, it's dry, Olivia. I I always like to point out the fact that he was a historian first and writer second. So oh, that explains yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If uh, if Bree, first off, if is Bree on? I believe she came on. Nope. We got Thea did not get Brie. Okay. Hi, Thea. If we or, got Brie, uh, first Cassidy. off, Brie would, might strangle you for saying all, for all of us saying yeah. this. Um, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just agreeing that uh, there's... It's a lot. It is a lot. I mean, yeah, I love yeah. the Lord be of the Rings. I love the, the world he created. I love the characters he created. Like, the lore. Like, the Cimmer- like the Cimmerillion's unmatched, right? Like, yeah. like, nothing else exists like it. And it started... Uh, it inspired so many other writers to like it inspired um, like all of modern fantasy right like yeah. anything written after 1960 was inspired by lord of the rings like i'm not mad at it but that doesn't mean that i like i don't have to like it i respect yeah, like, i don't have to like what's it. written yeah i respect yeah. it i think it's cool and like like kudos but like it that doesn't mean i have to enjoy reading it that's it i like it i don't have to enjoy reading it that yeah. is that is absolutely true absolutely well, um, oh, while we're waiting on, uh, Yay. on Bree, um, I figure we could start with Mime, potentially, first. I know she she has got a skedaddle, too, but I don't know how we're going to work that into it um, entirely yet. Update, I probably won't skedaddle until, like, 9.30. Huh. Um, our favorite... <clears throat> It's funny, but our favorite restaurant is closed on Monday and Tuesdays, and we completely forgot. So, um, uh, yeah, we're just going to do it tomorrow. Oh, okay. What's the... We've, uh, we've put a pin in it. What's the restaurant, if I may ask? It's called Mola. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's a sushi place that mm. is just so good. Like, all the sushi... Like, it. so they prepare... an. 
they prepare their California rolls. They actually prepare their crab. So it's like real crab and then they put it in like some kind of like mayonnaise mixture before stuffing the roll. And then my favorite thing is that the rolls are just stuffed to the gill. Like you don't know how that they do it, but it's just like every roll is like kind of like bursting and then the fish is just really, really tasty. I mean, for Pittsburgh sushi, <laughs> if, if I could uh, compare my qualities, it's my favorite. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can respect that. I haven't been there myself, so I have to look into it. But I always have to contend with the fact that uh, Han, my girlfriend, is is uh, vegetarian, vegan. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a, always a challenge of trying to find a place that we both will enjoy. <laughs> um, but yeah, for an expensive night, too, we generally do go to Pittsburgh. Um, there's two places, though, that... I was really fond of, and we were trying to find a third because of the funniness of it. First, we found a, sp- a spoon, place called Spoon. It closed down, unfortunately, yep. and it, yeah. it, was, it was really good. And then there was a place that we found more recently called Spork, and we went there uh. <laughs> for our anniversary, and that oh, was actually hey, really good. I have a suggestion for you. I went to a, a vegan restaurant in Pittsburgh a couple weekends ago, and uh, it was amazing. It's all um, like Eastern European based. Mm-hmm. So I got pierogies and they were phenomenal. What is it called? Eastern European. That's surprising. Oh, it starts with an A. I'll have to look it up. And I, can, I can text it to you. No, it's like Ardkin or Ad. I'll look it up. I was going to say Aladdin's is Mediterranean, I think, technically. Yeah. But that one's no, they had like, um, they had borscht. They had pierogies. They had... Um, Koptka, which are these like potato, like they had like it's very like Polish, like Eastern European food. Interesting. This is cool. Yeah, it was um, excellent. I will send it to the chat when I find it. Yeah. Places to suggest is like Con Alma, C O N A L L M A, Alma. Um, it's a pretty. I, I mean, their food menu. It's so hard because a lot of places food menus like shrunk significantly but that yeah. was it last time i remember it was a really really good place but the thing that it's really known for is it has live jazz oh. and like we're talking like full band blaring like it's awesome and there's just so the there's one downtown but then there's one that's moved to um it's in east liberty and it's like this side street and people are just pouring out they have tables all over the sidewalk and there's like music blaring and you're just like yeah it's like it just it gives me life so there's that one and that was really cool um but yeah maybe whenever we all or no i guess you got worse we're not never yeah just kidding yeah speaking of that too once once we get to another interlude spot um we should talk about uh Oh shoot! The uh, uh, what time we guys you guys wanted to get there? So, but yeah. Um. So, Mime, you're waking up on this couch. Yeah, I'm all alone. And you're like, <laughs> wait a second, where'd everybody go? Yeah, I'm why? All, I'm all by myself. <laughs> 
Um, you know, Josh well, and I were on the same. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so I forget, what's this on the table here? Um, it seems like in, in, in the time that you had gone to sleep too, and while you were asleep, everything's been tended to, so everything's really primely cleaned, but these are all freshly placed vegetables and fruit. Just laden down oh, on this table. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, can I take some? Absolutely. There seems so, to be... Like how Seems to be a, an odd assortment of like some oranges, some blueberries, and there's then there's like a, a pile of spinach. You're pretty confused by that one. And then there's like a, some lemons and some strawberries. Um, so I'm gonna take as much as I can. <laughs> so I'm gonna eat some, right? And then uh, so I'm gonna I guess I'll eat some spinach and strawberries. I'll do like a real crude strawberry salad, and then um. I'll put the rest of it at least what will travel well right like the lemons and and stuff in my bag so what how would you like me to record this what kind of unit of measurement um, so there's probably like a, a well for the strawberries for sure a pound um what I didn't know what else you were so when you're saying you're taking as much as you can I mean uh I don't know. <laughs> uh, so what that... was on there again? Sorry. So there were strawberries. Yeah. There were blueberries. There was. Uh, there's actually a pile of grapes right in front of you too. That one's a little. And then there's oranges, some lemons, and some spinach. Ooh. Okay. So I'm gonna eat half the strawberries and half the blueberries, and all the spinach, and then uh, put the rest of the stuff in my bag. Okay. Um, okay, so then I'm gonna try to look for the door. I'm guess it's one of, you remember, one of these three. You remember coming through that direction to, through the door to get downstairs? I'll take you down that way if that's where you're headed. Okay. Yeah, I'm going downstairs. Um, mm -hmm. And you are standing at the top of the staircase that you vaguely remember that spirals down, and you can kind of get a view of the room. Um, it's late it's almost it's basically late afternoon now um i gotta change some of these people that i don't i didn't have in here before here Dink. and uh there's actually in a, a kitty cat yeah there's um some rakshasa you you're sort of familiar with them but you've only heard of them like in legend mm -hmm. so it's very rare that you would see them um, and then Talsk, who greeted you before, sitting before the fire, it seems like, this morning. And there seems to be another lady that, um, also holding a cat, um, standing in front of the door, though. To greet oh. People. And Interesting. There's a bartender tender that's uh, changed out as well. He looks pretty similar to the other one, though, that had been there last night. Ooh, but he's a little bit different. Tender. Probably okay. a little bit shorter. Um, I would love to go talk to the cat lady and the centaur and all the people, but I feel like that's going to take a whole lot of time, and I'm not super talkative anyway. Um, okay, so I don't, we don't have to, like, pay for anything, right? No, because we told the stories, and we paid for all of our stuff, that's right. Um, okay, so I guess I'm just going to, uh, since I ate the 
the fruit stuff upstairs. I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, did my thing go to chat? I didn't see anything. Yeah. But I would I say, too, for the measurements of what you would take in, there were basically like a pound of each individual thing that was up there. It was like a heaping. Oh, interesting. Pack. Yeah. Okay. I'll redo it. I sent it to chat, but I don't see it. I anyway. Um. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to walk out. I'm going to turn around and wave. Wave and, you know, like salute everybody and be on my merry way. Hi, Bree, by the way. Hello. Um, can I tell our horses are here somewhere, right? You remember your horse has been uh, posted over that direction? Yeah, so I'm going to go look for my horse. Do I see my horse? Mm-hmm. Right here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm going to get on my horse. You do have and... control of them. Okay, yeah, good. Sorry. Yeah. I bumped you. That's cool. Um, and then, there's a garden, cute. Um, as you're kind of saddled up and started riding out that way, the bartender comes, uh, kind of hustling out. Oh, I forgot to mention, I, I believe you were with that party of last, of the previous night? Yeah, we like to party. <laughs> well, um, they'd, they'd said, ask me to relay you a message that they'd headed north towards Gargant. As per the, ah. per the plan, not sure what that means, but that was the message I was asked to relay. Okay, that makes sense. And Thank you. Nods to you and walks back in, wiping his hands off on his cloth and going inside. Oh. And, um, you're in a tree. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened. I'm like... Okay, this is the path can... down this way here, and then... Presume but, like, I can't see anything. Like, I can't get out of the tree. <laughs> Try now. You should be able to now. I moved you guys both oh, out of it. Aha! Yeah. Well, okay. you moved. Wait. Oh, my goodness. This is ridiculous. What? Oh, I you're back the in the horse, tree somehow. But I can't. Yeah, I can't move <laughs> me back. <laughs> okay, north. Which direction is north? So wait. Oh yeah, that's right. So we're gonna follow. Oh, hopefully you guys took out the weird people in the hoods, or maybe As we did that before we went in. Walking past the desecrated uh, f earth there, where Thea, you yeah, kind of remember, created some rubble, and uh, uh, in the path there is actually a, a piling of bloody masses that kind of look like just <laughs> giant. Like if if you'd imagine like when you'd swat a pretty full mosquito all but covering the road right there as you pass and you look around mm -hmm. if you, and you kind of notice a bit of blood dripping from the tree over here okay we're gonna keep riding past that <laughs> roll a survival for me please you're you're heading north though you're riding at a, a, a steady survival. pace <laughs> yes you're riding riding at a steady pace okay. It's uh, the, the day's going along, the sun's creeping around, and uh, um... I'm gonna... Did that go? I'm gonna refresh this. Okay. I don't know why it's not. Oh, 
just going to go ahead and say that I uh, can't tell you how many times I wish I could just uh, roll a survival in life. <laughs> Great. I don't know. Okay. You you can. I don't know how good it's going. How much good it's going to do you when it comes to like starting a fire, but you know. It it okay. is it is still worth it to see what decisions you're making. Um, sometimes. <laughs> Roll. And speaking. We'll survive. Roll. And speaking of decisions that were made with such things. What is going on? You can't see if you're not looking at the, uh, Oh, I seen you went to chat there. Did you get survival? At least my chat's no. working again. I just see hello. Mother effer. Okay. Um. <laughs> if you're if you're rolling it in D and D Beyond, I am. Okay, let me go to that campaign and see if it's popping up over there. Um. Nope. I see Zeph's rolls from presumably last time. Um. Um, I have a die. What do I need to roll? Oh, uh, let's see. Is your... Yeah, it's in here. I'm curious. Um, it's a d20, but then the... I'm, I just don't know what your at modifier is. Plus two. Okay, so d20 plus two. I got a four, so plus two is six. Oh, <laughs> right. So, um... You're kind of wandering north, and uh, you get a little disoriented. You're, like, not real sure which way is north anymore. Um, mm. And you're you're walking along a pathway, though, that's not changed. So you're like, well, if I stay on this, you look back at the map that the uh, you'd gotten from Titty Sprinkles and... Like, it seems like there's only one path on this map, so should be good. And, uh, trying to make sure that I get your horse over here, too, which is the draft horse. Here it is. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> you're, you're at the bottom of a cliff face that's got, um water running down it from a giant waterfall over in that direction over to your left there and it's got a path leading up to the top of where the waterfall is coming from and there's a path back this way that you just passed leading up another set of cliff faces mm -hmm. and then there's a, a farther off in the distance you're getting straight in front of you a, a silhouette of a giant stone obelisk statue looking thing kind of a pyramid shape Pentagon. Yeah, more of a pentagon pyramid because it's got a straight pentagon. Base yep. Okay. Um, I can use the work to talk to everybody, right? I would say. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, use it, uh, activate it, and be like, "Hey guys, I'm at a fork in the road. Do I go towards the water or towards the creepy looking stone thing?" And 
Water is creepy. Water is probably safer. Wait. I'm following you. You should have been here before. <laughs> Wait, is that not thing. true? Where? Okay. <laughs> I need a map. <laughs> Wait, where Where was Mime? Was she back in, like, the innkeeper and slept for, yeah. like, five days? That was only one day that passed the... Well, it was like a... So you experienced she was a little confusing, too, because you... you Missed the the session before that, which you'd flown off the mountain, and yo, know, and then like, time's weird. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so it was it was like it's like Game of Thrones for for panning out to different different main characters. Yeah, right now you guys are are talking to Mime on your journey towards Gargant. That's what's ex you're experiencing right now. Like in that process of getting to where you guys are sleeping right now. Okay. So we are not currently in the front of Gargant, is what you're telling me. Yeah, when she's talking to you, or they, when they're ta talking to you. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess I should have prefaced like, you know, uh, not not mad. You guys left me trying to catch up. Uh, you know, I left. I went north, past the story, the in the in story. Forget what the name was. And, uh, and then, trying to trying to catch up, you know. I see this fork. I don't know which way you guys went. Any uh, any clues? And Mime uh, starts her whole Home Alone uh, saga. I yeah. don't remember that. <laughs> um, I, like I remember the I obelisk. What did you go? Did you go past the obelisk, or did you stay away oh. from it? Past it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go towards the obelisk then. And hopefully, past it, uneventfully. And you? <laughs> oh, I guess that's cheating. Watch out for Just the sphinx. As you ride up on the obelisk, you do notice they are there. Um, some gargoyle statues just laying on the ground, oh, not these immobile, again. immobile, and uh, they look like they they'd taken a little damage, um, but otherwise they they are oddly seeming to like heal like living stone almost and um there is another fork in the road in front of you just past the gargoyles one leading almost directly north one leading um to the left which is in northwest and then one more north east well since want, there's water you can roll another to survival them. to try and see what direction you should go. Um, oh, as in, I as see. in, like you're kind of using your intuition and like it's kind of based on luck and your judgment. Um, Looking for tracks. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Um, it could Mimi share her screen because, uh, as a visual person, <laughs> Sarah Chudkowski needs help remembering. But Shia would probably remember where she walked in the last six hours. 
So. <laughs> yeah, Shia would. Um, I would. I would grant that. Um, let me see here. Um, I'm trying to think of how best to do it because I think, yeah, Mime, you could share yours in Discord if you can, or I'm not. Um. Oh, you're on your phone, right? Aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Um. I think I can hold sucking. on to your little person or your horsey. Okay, um, I'm gonna roll another d20 for okay. survival. Ooh, 16. So 18. Um, as you're as you're coming up on that, you're noticing there's a been a big scuffle around this obelisk too. Like in the dirt, everything's churned up. Um, but it seems like there are some lesser tracks coming f from the very north path and there's some um, f fainter ones even more going towards the northwest track but the most of the tracks that you'd seen coming through some horse and some people are going towards the north east yeah yeah so I'm gonna go northeast um, I'm gonna do a since I'm by myself I'm gonna uh, leave a wide space between me and the gargoyles going to try my best to stay as far away from them as possible. Oh, right. I would... Uh, and go. I would say then, um, at that point too, because you're on a slightly larger horse, you're quite an easier load, you're catching up with your f friends just before they lay down to sleep, basically. Um, oh, cool. It, you, you kind of see them sitting on a rise farther off in the distance, and you'd see just behind them the city of Gargant, which lay besieged, as uh, you've heard, with a large encampment in front of its gates with two towering um, mountains off to either side of the gate that seems to help protect Gargant as a whole. I'm going to... You know, at, at the, the joy of seeing my companions, Mime is going to very uncharacteristically stand up as much as I like in their saddle and scream like, Hey guys, we made it. <laughs> Fucking finally. Did you get your beauty sleep, Mime? I did. I needed it. You're looking good. Um, didn't we send finger guns? <laughs> as... Didn't we send Shia's brother after Mime? As, um, Mime's yelling, that's when you guys send him after her, basically, instead this time, to kind of help them through the brush to your camp. So what you experience, Mime, is your friends kind of ducking over that last ridge there. They're like, the fuck? And because uh, the sun's actually setting currently behind, uh, uh, behind you, and uh, it's getting pretty dark. But what happens from your perspective is a dragonborn comes floating over on a flying carpet to land next to you and uh, greets you and says, uh, Hello, Mime. Hello. I'm. It is I. I'm Shia's brother. Donar. And he kind of raises his eyebrows and looks you up and down. 
Hi, Denar. You wanna make a trade? <laughs> you can he have this at... lovely horse for that carpet. Oh, well, that isn't the trade I would offer, but, uh, uh, and I couldn't possibly take it. I have quite an attachment to this carpet, and he pets it, and it kind of rubs up against him, his hand, as if uh, uh, a cat, and kind of Aww, leaning into cute. it. A flying cappet? <laughs> cappet. Uh... <laughs> but I do, like, uh would like to get to know you maybe a little bit better. Perhaps um, once we get into the city, I could uh, show you around. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, let's, let's get into the city first, and then we can talk. Absolutely. If you just I'm follow... in the background uh... just finger gunning. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, so, uh, where is everybody? If you just follow me, that's straight through this brush over here, and he starts gliding um, next to you on the carpet in silence. We're avoiding... Are you gonna... I'm assuming you're following him, too, here. Mm-hmm. We're avoiding this bridge here just because, if you can see, just across from here, there's a, a little bit of a guard post that they can't quite see us in this dim lighting, luckily. But we snuck in right behind this big tree through the brush for the night. Cool. I think I got you. No, I didn't get you. Cool, cool, cool. I had you. And then you pop back over there. There we go. And you were all you were with all your friends who are currently de hey. deciding who is going to be the guards for the evening and it seems like it's uh they settled kind of on an order to some degree and then you show up. <laughs> I mean, I'll sleep some more. I don't have to guard. It's fine. That's all you, all, all you heard through the bushes, basically. And as you're coming up... <laughs> My horse is more. stuck. Ah, crap. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Your horse is the worst. <laughs> oh my god, it's so wide. Why is it so thick? Because <laughs> it's a draft you horse. Sees. It's I purposely picked the biggest horse. <laughs> yeah, because it's chunky. <laughs> What, Sarah? <laughs> I feel like so we had like a whole plan, and now I don't remember it. <coughs> Donna, Donna chimes in. We were going to, to take turns in the morning to fly into the city. I think that was the plan, at least. Um, but there was some. There was a bit of confusion. I think I'm not sure if that was the settled on thought or not. Well, now the brains of the group Josh. is here, so. Wait, do you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Josh, are you wearing a crown? I am. That was the decision I made while I was at the Renaissance Fair on the whim of the dice. I uh, I walked in and was looking at him, and I was like, all right, so uh, I think I want a crown, but I'm not sure. And, then, and they're like, okay. Well, let's see what the you dice feel say. powerful now? <laughs> hmm? Do you feel powerful now? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It feels I heavy. like it. Yeah. You know, be, wa be wary of the weight of the crown, as they say, or whatever, it go however it goes. <laughs> heavy is the head that wears the crown. That's how it goes. Mm. Um, 
Oh, uh, but so so Shia now speaking. Um, I I also had the idea of potentially flooding the area and using my lightning breath and electrocuting all of the groups of people, but I don't know how well that would work. Oh, hmm. We haven't gone. I... We haven't gone that far with it yet. Is uh, it's it's progressed slowly into this. You know, uh, first we were experiencing the sickness, as you know, and these these people were actually inside the city. Is one thing that I'd not been able to mention in our uh, haste of being abducted there, um, and eventually kicked out for some of their trespasses inside the city. Uh, Dad was not happy with them spreading their ill-begotten religions around willy-nilly. So, do we need to cure... Do we need to cure the sickness first, before we go into the city? Ah, no, uh, that's another catching up there, I think, little one. I'd shared with the rest of your friends here, we'd received Shia's note with the elixir, and we'd been able to... um, introduce it into our water sources, and it seems to be taking effect. We haven't gotten a single mo- new case of the sickness after the fact. Cool. Good to hear. So now they just have a big cult problem. Mm. Have yeah. you tried Kool-Aid? Um, well, it seems <laughs> like that's what um, Big Sis here is actually... Suggesting some sort of electric Kool Aid. Let's poison the water source. <laughs> no, too soon. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> All right. Oh, there is that. Um, also, there's. I, I don't know if you remember this, but there is that uh, cavern we used to play in under the uh, right side uh, mountain of. Uh, Jujin, there's a, a passage that the this stream goes under that one can actually get through pretty easily. But most people don't see it because it's well overgrown and such. Oh, I remember that. Good times. <laughs> um, I have Tidal Wave, if that would help in your electrocution plan. I have Create and Destroy Water. I like this. I <clears throat> I believe we could do something of the sorts. It seems plausible, Donar says again, too. He's kind of thinking out loud, though. I don't know if it would hurt the foliage in the forest in this area, though. There are some plant life that is... Absolutely not! Pretty... Absolutely not! Ep- well, it's must be controlled... We must protect the environment. I am all for burning the city down. We must protect the trees. Well, can't the Sia do her plant growth thing? Potentially. I guess... Well, I would assume... assume, Okay, so easy there, tree tree hugger. Um, (laughs) I would assume that a tidal wave goes... Oh, a certain way, right? And the electrocution shock. Actually, I I might have to... I don't think I have that big of a 
a hit. So I'd have to hit things specifically in a certain area and the travel of electricity is not going to go up much further. So we would have to do some calculations to make sure we even hit all the people because there's a chance that they're just getting hit by water. So that might help because they'll just get taken out by a tidal wave. So maybe I don't even have to do electricity and water is water. Plants will be happy. I can yeah, I mean, as long wow. as as long as we calculate it and, you know, it's not completely out of control. I could cast levitate on you as well, uh, if you wanted to be able to kind of float in the air and move about as you're shooting your lightning. Yeah. A flying lightning dragon. That's right, because dragonborns don't have wings, do we? Typically not. Um, what kind of dragon is your brother? He's a golden hopper. Josh, you made this decision when you put you put him in here. I'm a because I thought. So I mean, I thought all of Gargons are blue dragonborns. Your little, so... your youngest brother did not follow the family line in that regard. He follows after. A He's month. a. Okay, say okay. So, <laughs> all right. So me and that's okay. This makes sense then. Because then, then me and Donar uh, would then get along because he's an outcast. Because he's not perfect. He's not a blue dragonborn. So he's actually removed from the possibility of even a, being part of the throne. And why, okay. he, and why he'd also been the one to come find you. Yes. Because he's the only one that cares. Mm-hmm. Family props. <laughs> I guess my concern is that there's a lot of guards and only so much water and lightning. So I don't know if we want to save that combo attack until we're inside the gates. Um, it might be a good way to get in the gates. I also can create water. I can make it rain. So if we... So... I feel like um, the worst, like, drowning them is not that half bad. What is going on? <laughs> I was just the, uh, inner, that, uh, uh, I've been calling it Space Invaders from Mime. She got it. Mm. Whenever she switches from okay. mobile to, um, Oh, wi yep, 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 yep. Yeah, whenever I turn my Wi-Fi off, I don't hear it, so one day I'm going to have to figure out what this sounds like. <laughs> if you listen to the recordings. Um, you were saying something? Oh, I was saying that... I don't know if I was the one saying, but I was saying that the worst, like... If we bring all this water in and we do mass tidal wave, then we're going to knock a whole bunch of people out and away from the area. So, and then whoever's left, if there's still people alive, then I can do the breath weapon and electrocute them. Like, because they're still in, like, 
like the water's kind of going down if i didn't see they got wiped out by the tidal wave then i can electrocute them idea of like a big attack take out as many people as possible and we can like go in and clean up whatever's left yeah because there's a lot of people what's 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 Zeph and uh, Squall's opinion about this? It seem like the type that have good ideas here. Um, I mean, I'm always down for some destruction. Murder. Um, is there a way to like get a PSA out to the citizens that aren't in the cult? So. Um, sorry, we didn't describe this very well to you, but the bad people are on the outside of the fence. And there's a whole campgrounds. There's these four circles of inner groupings, um, and they're completely surrounded the area. So we're going to be taking down and attacking these groupings, if that makes sense. So we're not going to be harming the inside. I'm going to interject. I mean, that makes on... it a lot easier. Their fortifications are pretty, pretty hefty. Normally, they've got these carts that they've taken all down and put up. Um, actually, they've they've disassembled their wheels and stood them up, kind of like barricades and walls all along the place of their different places. Of that, and they've added on as they've killed and captured merchants. Mainly killed. Seems like we're not really sure why, though. The idiots couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> Could be. Though they keep preaching about this order for a better future. Don't understand what death and destruction has to do with order. I'm slowly getting more like Iron Man. I don't know what's going on. Sorry. It's great. <laughs> no. uh, I, it's honestly more Big Boss from uh, freaking Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. I see that too. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking just straight up like I am Batman, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just trying to go for like a gruff a, a gruffer sounding voice that's kind of like, but then it, I kept leaning back too to get cat ass out of my face. <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, that's um, the, that's the situation. So, Thea, you said you can create a tidal wave. How deep of a tidal wave can you make? It's 10 feet tall and 30 feet wide. No, 10 feet tall, 30 feet long, and 10 feet wide. So we have to position ourselves accordingly. Yeah. So what if, would it be possible for, like, two of us, like, me and either you or Mime, to, like, come around one side of the camps, and then Shia and either yourself or Mime go around to the other side of the camps, and Shia can use, like... 
we can create the water and Shia can electrocute it and then create the water and I freeze it and like just encase everybody in ice. That way we can take them all out at once. And then electrocute them? <laughs> I like that. Well, yeah, because they'd have like electric water coming from one side and frozen water coming from another side. Mm hmm. Yes, because um, uh, thinking back, you said it was 30 feet wide? 30 feet long. So, hi. Um, so I don't know if that's big enough to hit. So I think you're right. I think we're going to have to break off and I think we're going to have to do two sections. Yeah. So water, ice, and then water, lightning. And that works out because my breath weapon is a 30 foot range, but at the same time, I don't know uh, how far that'll spread uh, in the water. And I am rusty on my dragon colors. What is Donar's breath weapon? Oh, I've actually don't. I mean, I'm actually not Isn't that acid. Can't remember. Uh, copper dragons, I thought were cold. Because I think my dragon that like trained me was a copper dragon silver. but it could be brass silver yeah okay bronze is lightning it's acid that's black what color what color is he yellow he's copper he's copper yeah which it's like a is it acid it, it's a cone of gas is actually what i was reading not even acid it's uh uh, poison no i was going to the description now it just said gas when i was <laughs> it's a up. fart <laughs> yeah uh i just have really stinky breath hey that's pretty toxic <laughs> no um yeah the to... damage the damage type is acid though yeah that's oh, okay. what this says they also have a resistance wanna... to acid damage okay we can we can make some acid rain <laughs> acid rain so then he's copper mm-hmm mm-hmm Okay. It very much suits his his character role and personality too, actually. Mm -hmm. Is he level three? Uh, or higher? Yes. Nice. What's your level, brother? <laughs> <laughs> What's your D and D level? Hmm. Well, my challenge so rating is six. If you... <laughs> That's funny. 20 feet through water before dissipating. So if I have like a, let's just say like a 30 foot spread. So we can say that's like a 50 foot. I mean, you do what you want, DM. I'm just curious. What are you talking about? I was kind of reading through his spells too. Lightning. Mm -hmm. Um... Generally, lightning can travel for 23 feet through water before dissipating. Uh, how far the lightning travels depends on the intensity of the lightning, topography of the water, 
salinity and temperature. Lightning does not penetrate deep into water, but charges disperse in all directions. Um, I, w I would say that, I mean, it, it would still af affect the water. It would basically charge the water. So, like, I would say that you would basically, from, because I'm not going to dig too deeply into that, I feel like, only in the regards okay. to that the easiest thing to do would be just that you've charged the water now. So, like, your damage, you would roll as if you were dealing if it hits you know the individual which most cases it shouldn't might be it would just be like if their dc succeeded they would be not buffeted back or something i'm guessing it looks like um they would still take like half damage or something and, but then you would also add the damage of the electricity to it you know mm -hmm. uh, okay. and donna does chime in and says besides my my breath breath weapon isn't very strong, but the greatest spell I have at my disposal currently, at my lower level inside of our family, is uh, at, at this cone of cold. Cone of cold. Thought we did that to each other uh, when we were young, brother. <laughs> Give each other slushies. Oh, I wish. Don't get. I could go for one of those right now. It's a pretty warm day. <laughs> we could also make it back over the wall, some one which way or the other, into town and perhaps work with uh, father and brother and everyone there. Lars has been pretty involved in the uh, campaign against them as well. Could we send a message to them to attack from the other side so that we have reinforcements on the inside? Kick them from behind hmm. and from front? Would be, f would be feasible. I mean, I... I think I'm the only one suited for delivering that message, necessarily. Mm, oh, except for maybe your friend Squall here. Uli. Well, do you have any sort of, like, water? Anything? Uh, no. <laughs> I do not. I... Can... I can help with the acid! I have acid splash. Other than that, it's just good old Eldric Blast. Mm -hmm. mm. Don't limit your your uh, strength of Eldric Blast. Mm -hmm. It's always a good one. That it is. That it is. So what if... Well, I, uh, I support this decision of a multi-front attack. Yeah, I was just about to say, what if, like, Donar and Squall go into the city, rally some troops, and then they could hit from, like, behind with the acid? Like a four-sided 
we each attack a uh, circle. Yeah, yeah it might be like an encampment. Might one be hard to time it. One person per encampment? I don't know about that, sis. There at least looked, if you remember, at least like 15 people per encampment. Maybe 20. Hard to tell from that. But I feel like, brother, but I feel like we're talking about very large attacks. Like, we're not like individually we're going to go pew, pew, pew. we're coming in and we're tidal weight we're washing them over with water and either acid raining them or we are um titles waving them or electrocuting them and there's so many different ways i'm trying not to rain on your parade sis no. but father, oh, father father has been instructing us boys in the way of war for a while and those were hundred foot rings they have of these carts circled in each place just to, as a as another piece of the puzzle I'm not like I said not trying to raid on your parade not saying that we shouldn't do it just adding more information into the pot I feel like the DM is telling us not to do this <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just hard to like kind of figure out what we should or shouldn't do, like come up with a plan when we haven't seen, like we don't have a map, we haven't seen. Can Shia draw them? I can draw you. Yeah. Um, I would, I would also, say if you draw you can... them, if you draw a map, roll for me, but I, I would probably just send the images that I'd sent to you, Shia. Because okay. Shia um, had gotten a bird's all... eye view. Also... Sorry, gotcha. We could also oh. just attack one at a time, one encampment. Yeah. And if these if these are like pretty hefty encampments, we can just like take them out. Mm -hmm. I don't think that splitting up is necessarily a good idea. I just didn't know how far apart the encampments were from each other, or if yeah. like, we start attacking one, are they all gonna show up? I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure either how far apart they were. That's why I suggested like both sides because I just. Like, for some reason in my brain, I was like, okay, four encampments, but, like, in my brain, it was like four, like, boom, 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 boom. I mean, we don't really have to do this up close either, so it's not like they can do an opportunity on attack on a... My thought is, like, run in, run out, take cover... So, yeah, I was definitely thinking more like a major first attack, right? Take out as many as we can and then go in and clean up whatever stragglers, whatever unlucky stragglers survive. Yeah, a surprise and, like, attack. Like, take it over. Yeah, neither doesn't, like, because if we leave the encampment there, it's just uh, ready for other people to come in and take over and refortify. So I feel like we should completely destroy and dismantle whatever is there. Yeah. So it can't be used again. It would be like a surprise attack, but we would, I mean, after the initial attack, we would have to be prepared to fight whoever's left, which I think we could do, probably. Yeah. If you, 
Did you sh- sh- share those in Facebook, it looks like? I'm getting there. Oh, okay, because the other thing that I was thinking about, I was trying to remember how I'd done those, is you guys could settle down for the evening, describe how you're getting settled down, and while you're doing that, um, like, I know you guys were setting up a garden everything, um, but I don't know if you're going to eat again, because you guys are pretty peckish. It has been a long, long day for some of you, um, not so long for me may necessarily but you're still you could eat again <laughs> and uh oh uh we may can all eat and also that uh it is nighttime currently as to, if you recall like i was describing for this particular timeline now i haven't shown it but i was getting there as well let me see oh it's in this it's in the weather for some reason Dink. No. We're codependent. Yeah. I feel that. I, she like doesn't, she has to be like three feet from me or less at all. Like if I'm doing the dishes, she's like under my feet. I can't move. Yep. It's a lot. It's a lot I know, it's like having a roommate that doesn't complain or anything. Doesn't nag. Doesn't make dishes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Alright, go lay down, sweetheart. So you guys laying down for the evening, or are you going to try and attack in the night? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're definitely sleeping. We're not attacking right now. We need to eat. Oh yeah, I'm gonna eat some of my bread. Um, so who's keeping watch, or does that matter? You'd come up. I can. I only have to sleep for four hours, so. Come up with a certain order at one point. Um, I don't know if you want to see where you fit in it. I'm scrolling back through now. It's not that far. Not that far. It was right before uh, Thea's, like, plant growth in the chat. There is. It was me, Squall, Thea, Idril, and then Shia. So, I think Mime is asking where to fit in in that. Do you know where? You want to go, uh, Mime? Like, do you want me to take the first watch? That... Do that if you guys want to sleep. Um, that's up to you. I was gonna take first watch, but if you want to, it doesn't matter. Yes, yeah, sleeping. If you guys are all tired, that's uh. I will sleep. Let me get my birdie rest. Meditating. Okay. Um, well, during the first watch, Mime, it's been pretty silent. So let's see, There, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven of you, right? Count through Kappa. One, two, three, four, five, six. Nope, six. One, two, three, four. Okay, I've counted that right, I think. 
I was because I was trying to break it up into hours for the twelve hours of the night, so everybody would get like two hours. Um, but for the first two hours, it's pretty easy going. You feel fine too. Like you could probably take over next watch. You you haven't woken anybody up yet for that watch yet though either. So, but it is uh, at the end of your watch, and the night has progressed along nicely. It's uh, cooling off from the warmer days. You were actually been traveling through a forest of uh, a um, almost jungle and. tropical nature, but not quite full, fully tropical, more like subtropical. And uh, it was pretty humid, but now, yeah, that's all cooling off. The bugs are all pretty loud for the evening, but it it is the end of your watch. Maybe? Okay. Maybe okay. it's going to go to sleep. Okay. Without waking anybody up for the next watch. Oh no, I am. Um, who's next? Which one? Which one? So it's the squawkia issue. So I can wake Steph up. I only have to sleep four hours. How long is my watch? Sleep two hours. Okay, so I guess I'll wake up Steph. Ah. Hey, hey. We made it close over and like it's real close. Shoulder taps. Hi. Hi. Hi, girl. Hi. I'm just hit up this. What? What's going on? What happened? It's. It's my. I'm. I'm done watching. It's your turn. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks. Uh, what do you need me to roll, Josh? Um, I wasn't, didn't have Mime roll anything, so I was oh. just kind of rolling off the cuff, but I was thinking, too, that, uh, your, your watch goes by pretty easy, but you're a little more wary of the night, uh, in, in this particular region, you're not familiar with it, so the, the noises of the bugs have set you on edge, and it's nearing the time, because uh, it, it's only been, it only, it's only two hours, you're kind of sitting there in complete darkness because you guys hadn't started a fire either to keep yourselves hidden from the encampment uh, that you're you're hiding in the bushes of next to, basically. And uh, you, you notice, actually, in the sounds of the night, too, some weird chuffing and grunting from the encampment, actually. Um, and you're not, you're not really sure what it is. If you wanted to know anything more about that, you could roll, though. It'd be, m like, a nature, I would say, probably, because you're thinking it's something out in the night, and you're just, your nerves are getting the better of you. I got an 18. Nice. So you're looking around in the night, and you don't see anything. You hear the rustling of leaves along with that chuffing, and you're like, it kind of sounds like just like a, a big <sighs> some sort of an it's got to be some sort of animal I don't know that's not that important and then the last of your half hour is 
you're realizing as you looked up back up at the moon has gone by and it's the end of your watch now too uh, and i heard that where did i hear what direction did i hear that oh um it was towards actually the um bushes right next to the guards that actually have a small fire at the edge of the bridge on on the encampment side so like across the stream yep. and like towards this direction yeah so like northeast yep yeah. all right i'm gonna go wake up thea I'm just because I know she's just meditating. Are your eyes open, Thea? No, I feel like that'd be creepy. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, I'm yeah, just gonna... totally aware. Okay, I'm just going to walk up and like whisper in your ear, be like, Thea, and then just like slowly place a sh hand on your shoulder and like gently shake you. <sighs> just kidding. I don't have any. Like, <laughs> I don't have that kind of power. Okay. Uh, cool. Anything happened while you were hanging out? Yeah, there was some weird animal noises uh, coming from the bridge and across the river where those guards were. Um, you'd, you'd probably know more about like what exactly it was. Yeah, I wonder if they have animals with them. It sounded kind of large. Hmm. Maybe I can get more info. Yeah. I'm go back to sleep now. <laughs> I will sit down to watch, but with my focus in that direction. Okay. Um, you don't notice anything else during your watch? you're thinking i must have just been like you're thinking and some sort of animal at, at at first and you're watching the moon go by and the animals chirping or the bugs chirping in the night and uh first hour goes by pretty easy you're just looking around when you but as you're settling down you realize there's more noises coming up and around that seem to be more alert to after you guys had set in um some of the animals are moving around and there's another chuffing again across the bridge in that direction Zeph was saying and you're probably only halfway through your watch and you hear it just <laughs> through the brush you can't quite see anything um, past the the bramble and such that's there <gasps> other than the flickering lights can I identify it by sound that would be a nature check Well, um, considering your background, you're surprised you don't recognize this sound because it's you're you're you hadn't you'd spent a lot of your time in the city growing up, but you'd spent most of your middle middling years and that now to um, to um out in the woods and listening to animals and, and appreciating them and such but this one almost seems unnatural in its in its chuffing it's almost as if it were 
closer to a choking, it sounds like, weirdly. I bet they have some animals to be used against us. Okay. At the end of my watch, I'm going to take out a loaf of bread and pull off a chunk and throw it and hit Squall with it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to wake up, like, abruptly and, like, look around and, like, see that there's a piece of bread. And start uh, chomping on it. Say, your turn, bud. Mm. Okay. Okay. And then I'm I'm, I'm just going to get up, gnawing on my bread, and uh, start taking watch. The moon's kind of almost, uh, it's gone past its zenith by this point, and it's going close to the horizon near its uh, the end of its pass over your visible sky and you're watching it for a bit and you're you're kind of just enjoying the sounds of the night um you actually hear what catches your attention too are some owls out in the woods farther off but they're not around you, you've noticed. They, it's odd to you, too, that for some reason they're avoiding this area. Must be the smell of all this death from people. That's very perceived there. No, there's, um... <clears throat> and the, as the moon nears the end, uh, uh, almost basically over the horizon, you realize your watch is nearing an end, and you just hear... <laughs> through the br- brush farther actually down south from you and uh, to the southeast towards their encampment Ooh. and FYI I was not able to share the um, gates map straight into discord it was too big I had actually shared it as a handout in astral what I had to do, but I did share um, the encampments in Discord, so you should be able to click on that and bring it up for easy viewing for with full kind of visibility of it. Okay, I'm seeing that. And, oh, yeah. yep, so... But, it's putting you on edge, but it doesn't seem to be making another noise, but you're, you know your watch is up as well. Okay. Uh, um, oh, waking the next person, or gonna hold Yeah, I want to wake the next person, yeah. and then um, let them know, like, kind of give them a brief summary of, like, how my watch went, and then uh, specifically tell them about the noise I heard from the southeast. That's... Edrill... Yeah, what was that noise again? It's kind of hard to replicate, but it was deep, and it happened twice. But I can't, I can't duplicate it. Okay. 
then I am going to go back to bed. Okay. And Idril, you're on the last watch, you know, right? Am I be or no, there's still Shia. Um, yeah, there's some Okay. Um, so you know that you're nearing the last watches, though, and you're noticing the slight tinging of brightness farther past the horizon. The, the sky is turning from a from a deep black maroon to a uh, this subtle gray hueing as you notice the first hour kind of passing without much incident there's simple um, noises of the animals going to sleep that were awake during the night and some of the the uh, dusk animals you hear some um, of like tinier animals just squealing um, like I wish I could just call off imaginary animals like that all the time, but I'm trying. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking of a raccoon when I made that noise a little bit, and it's. But uh, we'll say trash pandas out in the in the wild, and uh, some th- some simpler things like that as the first hour goes by, and the second hour also goes by pretty quickly. You're just kind of you're still half meditating, just enjoying the scenery and being out in nature with a with a group again that seems to be at least somewhat caring of your values they didn't want to destroy nature like you would and you're thankful for that you know um kind of thinking to yourself but uh yeah the the final hour of your watch goes smoothly with no other sounds that you didn't hear that were described to you from squall at least nothing like that well, I will go wake up Shia. I will tell her everything was calm and that Squall uh, had said he heard some noises that I didn't. You're sure. on you. A waste of a yawn. <laughs> You're that person. <laughs> oh, all right. Let me do it again. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Abril. Uh I'll take it from here. Oh. You look down at Dorian, who's cuddling his rug. Uh, it's it's gone from one thing completely to another for his name. Uh, I thought it was something else, but when I'm imagining it, it's like Dorian, but it's like yeah, Donar is what I think you said originally. That's what, what is you it? Said. Donar. D-O-N. Donar? Yeah. Like, because you were saying it earlier too, and I was like, wait, are you talking about like a kebab? Because in German, a, a, a Donar is a kebab. <laughs> who Who named... I did. She's brother. Okay. So I was I was really craving a kebab after you said it the, f- the first time today. I was like, oh, I could go for one. <laughs> but uh, 
other than you looking down at your brother and going, oh, he's uh, skipped out on it and having to pe- uh, join in on our watches. Uh, at least he showed me around. Um, but... I'm awake and not really... Like, I've got my full rest in, so I'm going to sit with Shia. Mm-hmm. Um, are you excited to see your family? <laughs> excited? Uh, that's funny. Did I tell you guys that I ran away? You didn't tell us much, but you and your brother's interactions were odd, so I figured there was a story. Well, Donar and I uh, relate out of all of them, but my family is a bunch of purebred blues, and, uh, you know, as a Gargant, uh, we're trained to be masters. We're trained to be, um, you know, the fear bringers. You know, my dad never really ruled in the uh, respect type. He ruled in the, you know, bring down on others. So uh, we were all trained as fighters and also mixed with sorcery, a little bit of sorcery here and there. Um, But I, you know, I was never good enough. I always, it was always, uh... give me a second to... find my other brother's names. (laughs) How many siblings do you have? That many. A lot, but I don't... I like so, to imagine that Shia doesn't remember her siblings. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, give me a second, please. Uh, just give me. They're always in and out. Um, <laughs> no, I would have. Counting on her fingers. I would have said <laughs> that we would have had, like, probably around like four brothers. Um, I have five brothers. Ah, get out. Right. So yeah. So there's Donar, but you know, no one is was as good as Kriv. Kriv was the best, and obviously the biggest douchebag you could imagine. Um, so I, yeah, I, you know, I, and then I, and to further f- piss off my family, I went into alchemy, and um, you know, it was me and. Uh, Torin and this old, old, old sweet man. Uh, he taught me everything about alchemists and, and taking care of people. Um, it seems like I have a really complicated background, but really I learned nothing. No fighting skills. I just got beat up by my brothers. And uh, so... Will you, what are your, who's in line for the throne? That would be Kriv. He has proven himself. So how um, the line of the throne goes, it isn't by blood, it's by um, battles. So uh, 
there is a yearly battle that takes place and um against all of us and whoever wins uh becomes you know uh, is you the... are you gonna do it <laughs> oh no um i gave that up whenever i picked up this loot and sung my soul into it and realized that through music comes power and not through fighting and anger which all my other brothers but i i couldn't i <laughs> it's 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 too wish-wash anyways plus i i couldn't stay in one place i enjoy too much traveling i feel like you could win with the power of music <laughs> <laughs> music and friendship and yep. uh... It's about the friends you make along the way. <laughs> I realized I was on mute at that one point while you're trying to remember the names, uh, but I was actually describing to you while you guys were talking about the sun coming over the rise, over the horizon. I think I was on mute anyways. Um, correct me if I was wrong, but I, I wasn't on mute there, but I was on mute on my headset kind of deals. But anyways, yeah, the, the sun is coming over the horizon and uh, the rays are punctuating through the um, trees into the canopy, kind of alighting and washing the areas with the orangish-red glow of a morning sun. But you realize your watch is up. And you guys have made it through the night. All right. I think that they have some kind of tamed animal that is going to be destructive. Did anyone else hear that? <clears throat> I heard um like a deep guttural noise I, I guess you'd describe it that way uh, on my shift mm. I heard it on mine that's like whenever I woke she up for hers I had let her know about it yeah I didn't hear anything mm. I didn't hear anything either Maybe Wait. we should just keep that in mind. Hmm. Definitely Can I... keep in mind. I didn't say anything either. Can I say something? Mm -hmm. That uh, I have the Grammarly, and it like reads everything that I write on all the websites, and especially in like writing boxes, it'll give me little like how what you're writing and how it feels and like writing all of my brother's and family's name it gives us like mm, face like not great <laughs> which is kind of like what i'm going for though because like if they were real happy names like that's you know like what i'm saying is that like the names are the names themselves give off a real <laughs> flat toned 
vibe, which is all like dragonborns. Like that's what their name should be, you know. Yeah. What? So what is it? Give it. It just gives you that face because you wrote those in. Yeah. Huh. So if I was like, you're, you're. Oops. You're the best person ever. Love you all so much. Oh, it's still giving me a flat face. No, oh, it, it's inclusive now. It doesn't make... But yeah, so like, let's say if I was writing something, like if I'm writing a work email, and if I am like real serious, or like if I'm like angry, like it'll have like a little angry face. And so oh. I'll like erase it and I'll erase it. And then I'll like go back and like regard this email. It was a lovely time. Like, and then they're like, smile. <laughs> so it actually reads the, um, the feel of the writing. Oh, okay. I it's see cool. what you mean. Like it gives it, it's, it's telling you the tone. Is what yeah. It's doing. Yeah. I got you. Interesting. A good business email. I get the handshakes. <laughs> it's like more handshakes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Good business email. I've never sent a good business email. <laughs> those, They're work. I feel like it those takes are, a lot it, of work. They do. I agree with you there. But I was going to say I feel like that's all I do. So when I when I try to write like a non business email it comes across really businessy <laughs> which is maybe yeah. sometimes bad. Yeah. But it takes me like 30 minutes to write any email ever. And I was with a coworker once and they like, like 10 seconds, just like, no, they didn't even read their email a second time. They just like typed whatever they had and signed their name and hit send. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you don't read your, you don't read and edit and like <laughs> check for tone. Oh, okay. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is why. Call your sisters, <laughs> call your sisters, verify. You don't read it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say this right? Is this the right tone? You can definitely do, tell they, the... when when I read this, do I like am I am I reading what I think I'm saying? Yeah. Is this like <laughs> Anyway. Yes. You can definitely right, tell the so, difference uh, though from them, like whenever you're actually reading them too. Anyways. Yeah. So my screen's still really dark. It's sunrise though, right? Yeah, sorry. Um no, it's okay. I'm just making sure that there I'm staying. Um, I'm picking up what everybody's putting down. Aww. Yeah. Cool. So, um, so I don't. Um, so we wanted to talk to Shia's family inside, right? She and um, I wrote it down. Nope, I didn't. Um, her brother's family inside to try to like tag team these things so uh um so are, does that mean we're not going to attack today so we have to like send them a message and like verify that they're actually going to arrive actually well while i was think uh sleeping <laughs> now i've had some time to to sleep on it um i was just realizing that all of my brothers are lightning sorry don't are um are lightning dragons and we could probably do a lot more damage with our plan if we had them so 
I think originally our plan was to sneak into the city by flying up on the carpet one by one. I say, let's go back and do that and tell them of our plan. And, you know, there's probably more people too. They could have some more water spells. It could actually do some damage. Yeah. Okay. Or um, the, he, cause Donar talked about the, the stream. There's a, not, there is a way to get into Gargant. There's like yes. a tunnel. Yeah. Brother, was it the tunnel or was it you flying on your friend? You're muted, brother. I <laughs> thought I was already. I thought I was already brother, muted. It was bad. It was bad. Your lips thought, are musing, are moving, I, but I thought it was out. already <laughs> muted, and then I muted myself to start talking. It was. It was. Stupid. Anyways, um, um. Uh, we were talking about the carpet rides because uh, first, but this just before we all laid down, we were talking about that uh, second option into the tunnels. It does get you into town, remember? Just in the back half, not in the, the castle, really. Um, I was kind of thinking about it myself, and I have a spell of uh, greater invisibility, but that only really gets us by for a little bit. If we skirt around the camp, though, too, we could probably all make it um, kind of following the river to use it as sound coverage and the foliage there to, to get around and then um, sneak, sneak in at least a little a closer. Hmm? I have passed without a trace, if that would help. We also have the cultist robes. We don't have enough for everybody, but we have some of them. That wouldn't be bad for a recon mission. We haven't been able to get anybody inside. We've only been able to do these flying sweeps, so we don't. We have no idea what their defenses are beyond actual visual confirmation. I, I can like... also, I can also disguise myself to look like one of them. Um, Josh, would I have seen if these looked like a specific? If they had any like markings, at all. What's that then? The cultist. The cultist, yeah. No, you mean like on their person? I don't know. She said, "Disguise yourself." Could I help her with disguising, or could she just see it and turn into it? Well, I think that's what uh, Zeph is saying, but I don't think you've seen it. If that's what your question is, because you don't, you haven't seen a cultist yet. <laughs> Actually, I don't think. Oh, not so... Not up close, at least. Okay, so flying over doesn't count. Oh my god, your cat is so cute. Yeah, um, they're... Because um, th they were pretty well clothed and hooded, and they were far enough away that you only got shapes rather than kind of like blurry images, not really a full understanding okay. of what they look like. Okay. Um, alrighty. I, and and I, I will say deja vu. I feel like we've had this conversation. Um, AKA hats off. I'm pretty sure we had this exact, we were gonna say, we were good. I think the last time we talked, we were planning on doing exactly this, which is a few of us pretend to be them, sneak in while the others recon. Or it was like, I thought we were gonna fly over the same way that he came in, Donar. Mm -hmm. So he was going to fly me 
and then Squall was going to fly himself, and then Shia was going to um, turn into something that can fly, and then um, the others who couldn't turn into flying objects would wear the cult capes. Oh, yeah. I'm fine with doing any of that. I also... I'm not very charismatic, so I will probably turn into something no matter what. And Zeph, if you go in disguised as something, we could uh, go back to our our old routine where I was the rat. <laughs> in my pocket. Yep. Bonnie and Clyde. We gotta come up with a name for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fine with any of whichever of those we want to go with. I can fly or we could disguise ourselves. While you guys were kind of discussing a plan, the cat named chick or the chicken named cat started uh walk it's circling and kind of like pecking, <laughs> pecking around Mime. Mime's gonna try to pick it up. Seems I don't content. know where a chicken came from. Seems content to be in your arms. Would we? Oh. Could cat get us over there? Oh, like into the city? Shit. Yes. I can like what? Cat. Um. Is the chicken magic? We're gonna yeah. get gold eggs. He trans. He's transportation. Yeah. How how yeah. far though? Is he does know. he teleport? I don't I don't understand. He is transportation. What does that mean? He can cross planes of existence, I think, or something. He, he helped, all okay. I know is that Shia and Donar were stuck in that obelisk that you passed by last night and Cat was there and we asked Cat to get them out, and Cat teleported into the obelisk and teleported them out. That's awesome. I'm gonna start petting Cat. <laughs> and the uh, chicken that was balking before starts to purr softly in your arms. It's a good cat. And it does kind of stir a little bit, though, and start poke like poking around over your shoulder into your sack, like poking its head into it. <laughs> oh, what do I have that it would like? Bread. I don't know if I have bread. I have. Well, I have uh, a backpack full. I have a bunch of fruit. I have old octopus, probably still. Mm. Um, probably not good. Ooh. Man. Yeah, that's been a minute. <clears throat> it was cooked. Oh, okay. Still been at least a couple okay. weeks, I feel like, since you guys have been at sea. It's been a long time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure the, I mean, chickens like blueberries, right? I'm going to pull out some blueberries. Kind of, 
everything. Kind of sh- shakes its head and just and like dives into your bag, and you hear it clinking at a jar inside. Oh wait, no wait, aren't you the? You're not the one that has it. And she kind of like jumps back out. They just jump back out then, and then go over to. Oh, okay. I, just let, I put it down. I let Cat go. Kind of fl- flutters down to the ground and then starts circling around Idril. And then kind of comes to their pack. Her, His pack. Looks at okay. it as, asking, a- askingly. Uh, and then I looks, just, like, open it up for him. <laughs> and it... It jumps in and starts rooting around, and uh, you hear it tink, 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 tink on the um, bottle that has a dune in it. Aww. I don't have that. I Mime thought, does. I thought you did, yeah, I... because I thought Mime got it at first and then said, I, or no, wait, you got it at first. That's how it went. You got it at first and said, I don't trust myself with it. No, wait, who who got it first? Zeph got it first, and then handed it to Mime because Mime was captain. That's why, I, okay, yeah. I had to go back in my tactile memory so, a little bit. <laughs> rewind. <laughs> yeah. Taps on Mime's bottle. Yep, cat's on Mime's bottle. Pecking at it. So much stuff. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to open a dune here. And then he then cat looks over at Squall like Oh, that's right. Squall was translating. Mm-hmm. I was like, wasn't cat talking? That's yes. how why we're calling him cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's a We chick- promise. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's all I was going to say. We promised him that or them it that it could go back to Adune, so he's probably sad. Wait, the chicken wants to go back to Adune? Mm-hmm. The chicken's a cat, though. Yeah, yeah. right, but it was. It knows it's... Adune? Yeah, it's the chicken yeah. that was on the boat with us. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. It was, yeah, it was, you know. it was in your room at one point. It was in Squalls and Idrils, I think, too. Oh, that's right. I remember. Okay. So, I mean, you know, once we, we got to save Gargant first, and then we can go back to the ocean. How did Adune get into that bottle? I don't know. I wasn't there for that. I don't think I don't anyone think. knows, because it was just handed to you by the hermit. Okay, well, if it's just hermit magic, I'm good for that reasoning. I don't need any more explanation. <laughs> you should really double-check your sources before dealing with magic, Squall. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a repeating theme of mine, I guess. Yeah, I'm catching that drift. Yeah, it's fine, though. Probably why cool soul is promised to a fiend. Yeah, um, for now. For now. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. You got us attacked by gargoyles. Twice. Well, you know. <laughs> think of it as. I don't know. It's not that bad. We lived. No one got hurt. Could be worse. Could be the gargoyles. Some of them are dead. 
So always a silver lining. Yeah. So what's the what's the game plan here? Well, I could. Donner uh, chimes in. Many options, it seems. No singular solution. It seems we should just choose one and go with it. I mean, you know the layout better than any of us, aside from Shia, so what... What do you two think is the best course of action? Where the are... Shia, uh, are your brothers going to want to help us? I mean, there is. It is their kingdom. Donner. Surprise. I'm surprised the idiots didn't come up with this plan already. Well, exactly. So if they haven't come up with it yet, are they really trying to get rid of them? Donner does chime in to that, too. I I've only been calling it out too because I know I can be like the chicken or the, the other character so anyways but he says well they'd been working on a plan they hadn't been too concerned with it at first but the last couple um weeks not not even more of like a week and a half or so that the that's when they'd really been entrenched in and causing trouble with the uh merchants for originally they were just sitting out here building uh, kind of their encampment after we'd kicked them out of town, so we assumed they were just going to have a little shanty town that they're going to try and you know pawn their religion off on anyone, and we didn't really want to destroy them. So it's only it's only been a little while, but I think the the other brothers and uh, father and as I'd mentioned Lars um, and his many resources are working on some solutions as well. I think they'd had at least some battlements installed in the on the wall and as well as reinforce the gods and such getting ready for this assault to some degree you understand so i think they would be willing to help that's that's without saying how they might want to help i'm not really sure i w they wouldn't really involve me in all of their planning as much they didn't think i had much to offer yeah. Oh, well, you have lots to offer, Ladona. Maybe whenever uh, we come in, maybe uh, they'll be a little bit more willing to listen with us uh, delivering the boon. The the boon. Mm. Yeah, the boon water. <laughs> Oh, is that what you've been calling it? We've been calling it sparkly, sparkly, good, good. Proof. Yes. We made us some finger guns. That's a lot better of a name. But yeah, it. A god called it a boon. She called it her boon water. So I am just <laughs> phrasing. Oh, you've met a god. That is a development. Yes. In fact, I've had a god sponsor me. You are god-blessed? Oh, I'm, I'm... Wait, are we... Hmm? Time out. Are what? we god-blessed? Yes. Yeah, some... I thought we were like... Okay. I mean, each of you, for the most part, have at least been visited 
by a god or at least have been told who your uh, sponsor is if you will <laughs> um so that's kind of and uh so you and that's also some us if not the exact term a similar term that the um mountain hermit was calling you guys is that you were um basically god blessed or of a sort something like that uh i forget what it, it, the exact term is that i used but yeah sponsored yeah sponsored by <laughs> bonification mm. bonified and upon mm. the name boon being a alerted, alerted to mm-hmm. both the squall matata I think Sorry, I think I think most of you other than Shia and Thea actually had not used your boons with Zenith. It's something that alights in your mind. I did. Idril? I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't yet. Idril okay, so did. Okay, yep. I w- I got that mixed up then is all my memory. It's I asked about my tattoos. Or I asked about the father. No, I think you did ask about your tattoos. And that's when she told you about... It was one or the, it was one or the other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so mine's already used up. But that is a memory that jumps in you guys' mind when the word boon was mentioned. And Donar goes on to say, Well, that is surprising. Are your friends here also all then God-blessed? It is an odd company you are traveling with. I'm not sure we've all been completely formally introduced, but it's kind of been picking up as we've traveled along here. And also, um, was... It's pretty impressive then... I would say if you have the gods at your beck. Yeah, we were essentially told that uh, there's a grouping of gods that have taken certain interests in our group. I guess that would make and sense. And in us as individuals. I could talk to that cat and I point to the chicken. He <laughs> <laughs> Leads over to Shia and goes, "Are they all okay over here? Like, mentally, they, they intact?" Uh, yes, brother. Hear that? <laughs> roll. You can roll a perception, but he's like, he's at least f- f- ten feet away from you. It looks like. So, I mean, he could whisper. I just got a twelve. You kind of catch mentally, and you're like, "Hmm." Brother, you do have to understand. We've seen a lot more than you guys have and that's no offense to you because father likes to keep us in the gates um no but mistaken, sis. there's a lot there's a lot you need to learn and she like pats on his head i don't know how tall he is compared to shia um he's actually slightly bigger than her that's why he if you remember this couple times jokingly called her uh, little sis even though you're the older yeah. sister and uh, so you have to kind of get up 
to pat on his head. You're not on your tiptoes, but you have, definitely have to stretch to like reach the top of his head. Is he there? Is he like seven foot eight? Yeah. That's, yes. Isn't that like small He's for? Eight foot. Well, isn't that like small for? No, eight foot. Definitely not eight foot. Okay. I remember it was seven foot or something like that. Was like an average height yeah. for something. I thought like six foot is their uh, average. I thought. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like it was like higher. So like a short dragonborn would okay, be so like five foot ten. You don't have to reach up, but he, his head is at least a head taller than yours. That's what I was kind of imagining. So you it's have to like seven foot six. Okay. That's because she. I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> I'm trying to understand how tall it is because she is six foot six. Okay. okay. Or six foot so, three. Six foot three. So then he's only like um, six foot eleven. Okay. Comparatively. So I reach up and mm -hmm. I pat his head. I'm short. Yeah. Let let me have this. <laughs> My character is six foot three. Yeah, right, right. And he just goes But kind of takes it in stride like Ugh. okay. <laughs> you were saying something though. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. To him, about something. You got all worked up about your uh, height complex. <laughs> <and messages. laughs> Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I thought I was saying, I thought I completed the thought. I thought I was saying that we traveled. Oh, okay. And there was things and... that you need to learn and you just pat him on the head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, correct. Like, you know, there's a lot more that you could learn here, brother. He just responds with the beyond the grumble, just, Yeah, I know. Father's kept us pretty well locked up in there and protected. Not that I'm complaining. I get, I get to have my way with the uh, benefits of our heritage, at least. The town isn't very mm -hmm. extremely large compared to all, all those that come to visit, but I, I've met some travelers. At the very least. Yeah. But that that is pretty impressive. I'm uh, go going to have to tell some of my buds and brag about my god-blessed sister now. <laughs> yeah, you do that, though. Even if even god-blessed father won't wink an eye or bear an eye, whatever the phrase is. That and I? That! That! <laughs> that's the... That's what I was going for. You're damn right, unless you're getting married anytime soon, and that's something else that uh, we have... Uh, I'm sure he would, he'll be asking you and mother, of course. Well, he wouldn't like who I married anyways, because I wouldn't be a man, so... We'll just not go there. And he just kind of looks around at the friends, but he he takes that in stride as if he'd already kind of guessed as much. You know, I'll... yeah, he already knew because yeah. like she you is all... pretty you... like man, like she I don't know her short hair, <laughs> beefy build. Mm -hmm. She like holds her own, never wears a skirt, thinks they're a sin. 
burns them in her free time. <laughs> burns them in her free time. Uh, um. Oh, sis, I can relate to you there. And you look gets uh, makes eye contact with Mime. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were gunning for Zeph, weren't you? Oh, he kept hitting on Mime. It was Mime. I couldn't tell if he was hitting on everybody or if it was just me, right? (laughs) No, it was just you. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It's because I'm so short, isn't it? (laughs) Well, that's what I just sent a height chart to the Discord. Oh, okay. And it shows like, like all the different races and like the halfling compared to the dragonborn is pretty hilarious. Comical. Yeah. You're like looking at <laughs> I'm less than half this height. Yep. I could just scoop you up, little ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess average is like seven foot two. Yeah. So she is pretty short for dragonborn, actually. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when it came to that category. I thought, I, at least that's what I had remembered as well. It was like seven. F- also, also, uh, female dragonborns are typically like, I think I read like around like five inches shorter than the males. See, typically. honestly, that's that's, I feel like wrong because dragons are a bit of a race in the regards to like you know reptiles and reptiles the females are definitely bigger as to what i recalled i thought i thought i mean that would be a cool i'm okay with switching this i mean they can be she just he... wants to be tall yeah no i i i have no opposition behind that all of this similar I didn't know in size bear was a thing and it makes females me really are happy. slightly larger than males in most species Although in few species, males are larger than females. So it, it in general, very general, lizard females are slightly larger than males. In general. <laughs> which is, I guess, let's just say, which is probably why, especially why he calls me little sis. Because maybe, maybe it's actually like a tease on a height thing. Like, uh, oh, you're so small comparably and like in society god damn i'm short again (laughs) (laughs) well okay doesn't help that you're i was gonna say your other character you could do something with but then i was like never mind no dwarf um no so yeah what are we doing here guys um day's getting on a little bit it's Getting a little hungry. I was hoping to get back across the wall to get a good breakfast in it, at least in the castle. Yeah, I say let's head out now. Let's do the the flying, and then if you guys want to sneak, or okay, so there's two options. One is the flying, and then you guys blend sneak through encampment, and then the second option is for all of us. To sneak around, sorry, sneak around the whole encampment together, which is probably of a higher risk, I would say, but... Donut is nodding his head as you're saying all of that. 
yeah, I guess the more people that we have sneaking, the more of a chance that someone, that one of us is going to slip up. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so should the couple people, the, the three, down our squall and, and Shia go and the rest of us hang out here and wait for word? I'd say you guys get, um, you guys put the capes on and the disguises and you walk on through encampment. I know how much. And kind of be the ground. You want to sneak on through, Zeph, but I did want to remind you, you did have a flying ability now, I thought, too. I, didn't I was just about to okay. say that. And I was going to ask, um, how heavy, like, are, is everybody else? Because, like, it, would it be possible for, like, Squall and me or even Thea, if she transforms into a flyer to, like, carry the other party members that can't fly? Mime is small, so in theory yeah. that could work. Yeah, I'm only like 40 pounds. Yeah, do you have ability to change into large flying creatures? It's by challenge rating, so I could go anything up to a half, which... Is it still only a half? The chart when does it change? Because aren't you... you're level 6. Uh, it is like you divide your level in half. It changes at eight because okay. there is no like three fourths, you know. Right, right. Okay. So it's so, so half. got a bit. All right. Yeah. Buh. So I could be. Let's see. A giant owl. Um, I would say that's the best op, like, for sure, because owls are real stealthy. So us flying up, I'm, I, yeah, I say, giant owl. And then you carry me, May. Who's uh, Idril? So, Zeph, can you carry Idril? Um. How much do you weigh, Idril? Um, I weigh 125 pounds. Also, is, kid, um, is it a concentration spell to cast Levitate? Because technically, I could Levitate, hold on to the back of the carpet. Idril can go on the carpet. And then, or I can Levitate... Isn't levitate just like a few feet off the ground? Yeah, but if the few feet is over the carpet, uh, I see what you're trying to do. So it is concentration, um, and it lasts for up to ten minutes. Is your so you wouldn't be able to cast two spells? So you you're saying that your flying is a, is a spell as well? 
No, my flying is uh, me using like uh, my key points, which is to do um, like step of the wind, which gives me like more movement speed. And then because of like my draconic training, um, I unfurl spectral dragon wings when I use that, when I spend a key point to use step of the wind. And I gain a flying speed equal to my walking speed. So you can fly, but I can't. And I'm a dragonborn. Ridiculous. Okay. I mean, that's awesome. That's really fucking cool. So, I mean, I know this really cool mountain that you could go to <laughs> <laughs> and train with some pretty chill dragon. I might take you up after this. Alrighty. Um, I just took it on uh, on principle that you were turning into an Althea, but. Yep, I think I am. Okay. I was trying to look up how much they can carry, but I don't know that. I'm going to find conclusive results of that on the internet. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know what my carry weight is, but also I have a pretty full inventory right now. Like, I have... So, um, just for a giant owl update, nine foot tall with a 20 foot wingspan, I think you can carry one person. I will carry someone. I'm 48 pounds. It's pretty light. Could Squall hey. carry you? I wouldn't count on that. My, I think I have a negative modifier into my strength. Uh, no, I'm plus zero. So. Your carrying capacity is 15 times your strength. Your, oh, cool. 15 oh, times zero. Zero. <laughs> is it your strength modifier or your strength? No, your strength score. Oh, okay. Well, then... So, like, a creature that has a strength of 10 can carry 150 pounds. I can carry 165 pounds. There you go. Um, I can carry 225, so I'd be able to carry Idril. It'd God just damn. be really close, because right. I'm at 93 pounds. I'm just imagining right what now. that looks like. Is that just <laughs> like... Is, is, Idril's probably bigger than you, so you're probably like, oh, just like flying around. <laughs> yeah, I'm 5'11". <five> <laughs> yeah, I'm 5'6", I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm five six. I can actually imagine that pretty, pretty easily because I'm, I'm five six, and Bree, you're, you're like five seven, so like three more inches on, like I'm my brother, five nine, five nine, I'm my brother. Thank you. Five nine. My brother is five eleven. That's why I was trying to like do those sorts of numbers too. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, I I can imagine that. That's not improbable. Uh 
There's also Gunther to be considered, FYI. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> well, but well, we have Gunther three people blinks. that can fly. Well, so Gunther... Can... Like, can't... Gunther, isn't he a blink dog? He has to yeah. see where he's blinking, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he has to be able to see it, and it's 40 feet. Um... But... How much does Gunther weigh? Because can Squall carry Gunther? I'd say he's a similar... He's like, maybe... Well, I don't know if you'd had something worked out, Thea. Cassidy. I was just going to look up on the internet. I don't know how much he weighs. How big is he? Like... He's a medium creature. Yeah. I was just trying to think, like, in terms of, like, different dogs. It has taken us two hours to figure out how we get into this city. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... Well, okay. Wait. So we were talking about sneaking around, but doesn't Donar have, uh the cat or invisibility and then someone has cast without a trace so mm-hmm. i feel like actually at this point with all our calculations of trying to carry people it might just be better to sneak around the encampment see it just who is it you <laughs> I can understand common, but I can't. I still have an intelligence. <laughs> I just be like, oh. <laughs> oh, Squall could translate though, right? If he uh, Blink Dog it. stands nearly three feet at the shoulders and weighs up to 180 pounds. That's what I was reading too. God damn it, Gunther! Like, this is. I was. I was. I was being considerate and only saying Gunther too because uh, there's still all the horses. But I figured you guys would just leave them on the bank and be like, "Screw you, horses! Bye." You slap them on the butt. Go yeah. yep. on. Go live your My best idiot. life. Wild horse. Wild <laughs> horses. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, so the people who are flying, we fly. The people who cannot fly. Or that we're left with. So I think, is it Idril? No, Idril's with Zeth. Because we figured that we can... I it's thought. just Gunther. It's just Gunther. Well, oh, I guess... Oh. I guess... Couldn't Squall... Gunther stay with the horses? I was... Uh, I was... I was going to interject with this too. Couldn't... Couldn't you Squall... No, wait. We did. We discovered that. Well, Mimei's pretty light. That's why I was thinking you could still carry Mimei. Yeah, you could carry Mimei, and then, um... Thea could carry Gunther. Gunther? I can carry Gunther, but then I can only carry Gunther. And then the horses are just... Are you uh, slapping them on the asses? Yeah. I'm releasing mine into the wild, yes. Okay. Well, do we want to tell them to just, like, hang out here? Yeah. Like, in case we need them? It's too late for. Oh wait, I'm now. Never mind. <laughs> um, I, so when I say slap on the ass, I was kind of like being comical because I think we'd probably just be like, 
stay here. Oh, you I know, would have released mine some... if I wasn't an owl. Yeah. But I, I mean, but like, it's not like we're t we have them tied down because I think that's cruel. But I think like keeping them where they are and they might move, they might run away. They're free to do what they want. But there's not really any way we can keep them in one location. And Squall asked Meredith to like tell them to hang out here and that we'll be back. Yeah, I could do that. I'm gonna cast Meredith. Uh, Donut. <laughs> Donut chimes in with Well if you can tell them to uh stay here, couldn't you tell them to like you know, come up to the gate or whatever, too? Would they be able to them. get through? Yeah, would the cultists let them I mean, just walk up to the gate? They're freaking horses. I get. I haven't seen them do too hey. much to horses, uh, but probably they probably would eat them if they did see them, I would assume. That's probably why I haven't yeah. seen too many horses. But if they sneak around, <laughs> maybe. I just... We're killing time here. I think we need to get into the city, yeah, kind of ASAP. I mean, let's go. the The sun is sun is burning. It's noon the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not quite. It's still noon. Uh, uh, getting close to noon, though. It is like probably ten o'clock. You can tell your guys' your bellies are grumbling. You're getting a little pissy. <laughs> get that. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat another piece of bread. <laughs> I mean, while we're talking, I'm guessing we're figuring out as noon, she had, you know, whips out, um, she has a piece of bread and uh, a piece of, yeah, a piece of bread is 1d10. So she also has two pieces of meat, so she pulls out a piece of meat and, and hands it to the person beside her. Which is donor, so far as I could tell, but yeah, he accepts it graciously and says, thanks, sis. Yeah, all I have left is half a gold mushroom, and uh, I don't think now is the time to. Eat that. I, oh, I, I mean, give I you. I have to say, Thea, that is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's happening right now. <laughs> I have. You're free. So <laughs> we're eating, and I guess I see Seth. Kind of scrummaging through her bag and like not coming coming up with anything, and she goes, "I have a piece of meat left, uh, and I also have some veg. You want some veg? Uh, I'll take the piece of meat. Does sure. anybody want some cheese or some salted meat or some uh, strawberries? I'll take uh, strawberries." Why does Mime have a charcuterie board? Because <laughs> <laughs> Mime is prepared. She just pulls it out of her bag already, like, spread out on a board. <laughs> My god is the goddess of agriculture. So, uh, you know, gotta... <laughs> that makes sense. Gotta be ready. So... I pull worms out of the ground and eat them. <laughs> with my beak. I feel like... No, yeah. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> I would do that normally, probably. <laughs> um, 
I can imagine like turning into animals have like some side effects. You like as you turn back into uh, whatever your original creature was, you like go back. You're like, oh, I'm hungry. You start like pecking the ground again. You're like, shit, not well, again. Social skills are so bad. <laughs> Did anybody read the Animorph books when they were younger? I don't think I have read that. I read a few, but. Oh man, they were so good. I read like all of them. There's like 60. But anyway, they talk about that in the books, right? Because they they change into animals. Yeah. Talk about if they spend too long in their animal form when they change back, they like have adapted and carry some of those. Anyway. No, I've seen. I've I've read things that are similar to that, but I haven't read those ones in particular. I know what you're talking about because they that is something too where I was getting at originally with the. Uh, Thea's always naked whenever she transformed because clothes don't don't morph. <laughs> but with the ring of reasonable size, at least now, you've got that going for you. But you would potentially, I mean, still like crave certain things that those things would change <laughs> into. Or like on the opposite spectrum, right? So like you could also be like that one, a creature, and then like have a a realization suddenly like, Oh man, I'm human and I'm eating this. This is gross. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I turn into a worm, I'm going to have an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you talking to these horses or rather Meredith? Mare Adith Squall? Mm, yes, I will cast uh, Speak with Animals and let her know. Uh, just out of character, what was the main plan again? Just to have them chill here? I know Dunard said something about bringing them with us to the castle gate or something. Yeah, but then they might get eaten, so I would yeah. just tell them to all right, hang out here, that we'll I'm, be back. Alright, I'm just going to tell Meredith to hang out here, keep the horses, uh, you know, keep them here, we'll be back. Uh, what's up with, uh, what's Cat doing? Like, what's the... Cat is currently, like, cat? chilling on... In in Mime's pack, basically on top of um, the bottle. Adina. Yeah, Adina. Oh, okay. And also Zabib next to Idril is actually talking to you, Idril. Um, no one else can hear it, obviously. And he just says, uh, um, right, "I got to get out of Donar's voice here for a second. <clears throat> Oi, Zabib, uh, here. Would uh, yeah, I know you probably <laughs> see me all the time, but uh, I don't talk that much, you know." But, hey, I could lead the horses. They kind of seem to, weirdly, they seem to be able to see me or something. I don't know. And he, like, starts petting um, the horse you're under. Or we're, we're with Idril. And it... <laughs> appreciatively. Um, I'd be like, yeah, if you can take care of the horses for us, that would be great. Yeah, um, I, could, I could. And then I could do that. Or and I then, could... so I'm just I like say that out loud, but like I'm talking to thin air. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I like turn to the group. I'm like, hey, um, Zabib over here can watch the horses for us and make sure that they're taken care of while we go on this mission. Do we know about that? Wait, he's still here. Who was the beep again? He's one of the Zenith followers that yeah, died. He, 
he died, but he's still with me. This is news to us, right? Yeah, <laughs> remember he tried killing us? No, he tried killing himself. Well, but then when he died, he was, like, attacking us. No, he he was um, at the altar and was attacked by the other people that you guys you guys hadn't protected him basically and he just he died with the rest of the zenith followers mm, that big sad big sad <laughs> it, it mm. was big sad big sad mm. Yeesh. a big eat even mm -hmm. all right so yeah sure yeah <laughs> sounds good we should probably get going. We had our yeah. munch. And Dono starts fl floating up into the air while you're saying that, kind of leading the way back towards there, and he leans into you quickly while he's ahead of the bunch and says, really, I, I don't know how the rest of the family's going to interact with the rest of these people. This is pretty freaking crazy, you know? Like, this, I don't know. Easy there, brother. They'll, well, you know me. They'll I, be, just... they'll be just fine. She says very un unconfidently. I'll, uh, I'll hit him with the finger guns. It'll be fine. <laughs> no one can, no one can resist the finger guns. Uh... Yeah, I guess me and I'll just kind of bear hug Idril, and we'll take off as well following them i think idril is crazy i don't believe her about the guys <laughs> or him sorry. but yeah also the flying show you the world <laughs> i'm gonna look at idril before like we take off and be like, sorry about the smell, the ogre heart's getting pretty ripe. <laughs> Maybe we can throw that into one of these camps. <laughs> yeah. That would be a great way to clear a camp out. Just throw the rotting, <laughs> like rotting corpse pieces we have. Yeah. yeah. If you make it too disgusting to be there, they can't stay. They have their own pile of corpses, don't they? And they just like hang out near it. Didn't yeah. they have like a big pile of bodies? That's true. Inside oh, yeah. camps? Yeah. I think you missed that. We were, uh, someone it, was where they weren't supposed to be, I think, and they were looking at the pile of bodies. No, it's, it was it's actually. On, no, it's on the bridge. Yeah, you guys got closer to the bridge and seen that than Mime had. Mime hadn't seen that on the bridge at all. Um, I don't. Josh, I'm not sure where they. Like where you moved them off to? Oh, I'm get, getting as okay. much as I can. I was trying to like, trying to figure out how best to do this. I'm just gonna do that thing that I always do, and add the whole party because it's gonna take forever otherwise. And there's just gonna be some rando people that aren't actually there. And some really thick horses. <laughs> And it's going to try to poop out on me, too, while I'm adding everybody to the area. Oh, yeah, you guys are all, like, weirdly placed, of course. I'll fly away. 
Leave all this to yesterday. Gosh. Horses aren't here. Go away, horse. Please. Go away, horse. <laughs> <Ew. clears throat> but um, you guys fly into... I'll just start describing, too, so that makes some sense, at least. Fly over the encampment. You see those areas laid out as she is kind of scribbled into the dirt, and you're getting a better idea of what those places look like. And you get towards the entrance into Gargant and in between the two mountains the gate is situated as um, they've described and it's protecting the entry but you also see these aligned carts that are in front of it um, but all of the all the things Donor were say, was saying too are there with the battlements of that Lars had been paying for and to get more of the guards. It seems like there's quite a good bit of busyness along the walls, but you actually go past the walls and land in a courtyard just behind the walls inside of the first gates of Gargant. this will actually cooperate with me and not make me fight moving each individual person 15 times. Uh, I'm in a wall, I think. Well, I, actually, I can't see where I am. You should be in a courtyard, but you might want to refresh because I've had to move you, each of one of you like seven different times for the same thing reason. Like, it just... You appeared on the map, and then... It pushed you off to the side of it, <laughs> basically. Uh, and the horses still won't go away. Go away, horse. Be free! Oh, that's my horse. The thick one. <laughs> they really no. need to have like a search bar for when you like right click to move people uh, the, the real problem honestly is that I'll move people and then it won't move them they'll just pop back to where they were or whatever if you haven't experienced that it's, it's a big it, pain in the butt because it's like it's it's lagging behind their servers to my to what I'm actually inputting for moving the people. But I think we have everyone except for Donar's carpet. <laughs> and when you guys all land, basically, um, inside of this courtyard, there is an individual seeming to read off of these this paper that uh well scroll really rather and uh, standing next to a guy that's softly drumming on two drums to keep his rhythm as he's reading and they're kind of standing towards this circle of mushrooms that they're chanting at in a soft oh, tones. 
Excuse me. And gentlemen, it, you land there, and they they look up to you, but they make eye contact, but they don't break their rhythm. And um, it's there's a our dragonborn our dragon kin um, drumming, and an elf person actually reciting names, and it it's Thea that and in your owl state that recognizes. Oh, he's a high elf. He's uh, performing some rituals for the passing of people in their in their in their time. They've uh, grown some mushrooms and are experiencing their their mourning period uh, appropriately for soldiers that have been lost. So you're like, have the high elves made it down here? This is the person that's like towards the top of the screen. Yeah. He's a high elf. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other guy's a dragon. Yep. So, I hate to do this. But you're landing in the square, and there is no hate involved. But I am going to go because it is our anniversary. Please do. And... Okay. <laughs> Enjoy. Alright, we'll do. Please, I get to spend 30 minutes with him before we go to bed. <laughs> I'm going, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that uh, you, you and your brother are like, well, we're going to uh, talk to our family first. It's it's best, it's in our best interest uh, to keep family matters, family matters for now. And kind of wander it off. Warm them up. Yeah. They don't really get to see many people. Yes, yes, okay. Alright, well. Farewell. And, and you I'll guys see you just guys march Later. through the door and up Night. and out of there. Ciao. Have fun. I mean, I'm not opposed to calling it. I feel like this might be a good. It is a good stopping point. It's up to you guys. A good place to stop, yeah. Yeah, I also, I don't think my astral is working, and I'm not sure what's going on with it. It's all black. There's, there's... I, oh, I'm with... Nay, the... try refreshing again, just, just to get a visual, but it's uh, definitely been giving me troubles here. Too. I don't see Thea here in the courtyard with us. I see Thea. But she's an owl. Currently. I do not see an owl. I see a yeah. Gunther. Yeah, I have Gunther, Mime, Squall, myself, and Indril. And then the Dragonborn drummer and the elf. That's odd. Are you sure it's me and not just a, some other owl? No, I'm positive. <laughs> 100%. 100p. <laughs> I see I see a blue owl which you had shifted into this time. I liked the the white tipped frosting of the wings, so I chose I know you were going for that green the last time, but it didn't have like it was just all green. Anyways, it uh you're there. I've moved you around a little bit. You're still under Gunther, kinda like how you had it situated before too. Cassidy just went on it online. Refreshes. 
<laughs> Oops, I just moved you again that time. That was my fault. Um, but you're still in the same thing, so it shouldn't matter. But yeah, you guys are in a courtyard with some death rituals going on. If you wanted to call, I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not for that. Maybe yeah. I'll be able to see it when I log in next time. <laughs> okay. I was just trying yeah, to get, get that you might to just be. Yeah. It might just be this, but I was just trying to get it in your mind because I know how it can be coming back into a thing, and you're like, "What the fuck were we doing? What is this map? Who's this guy?" <laughs> I'll just switch to Gunther so I can see it. Okay. Oh yeah, that works. If it, if it does work, I mean, let me know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gunther's fine. Oh, cool. Okay, I got a got a visual in the courtyard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, I'll I'll give a little bit of descriptor too beyond what you what you're seeing from the top down as normal. You have walls that are extending at least twenty feet up around you. You're, you guys are in a a very fortified area. You can tell, and there are some shooting it seems like it they use it for practice as well there's some rope just kind of laying around there's a good bit of scuff marks there's paths around it everywhere there's a a well to the uh west of where you are opposite of the people that are performing the ritual right and it it's um seeming like a general gathering area for guardsmen and such too that a grand and wonderful thank you for those who took the time and made it here to the end of the episode where I know sometimes we are long-winded and others we are just dead silent. I don't know what to tell you. This is raw here, folks. Please remember to like and subscribe and you can help support us just by listening. But you can also eat provide even more support, if you like, by going to Anchor FM page and following the support link there. If you do so, I will personally work in an NPC or an idea, whatever you'd like to hear played out. If you want, you can get a hold of us through one of our many options, including voice messages on Anchor FM, or DM to our Twitter, or any other social media that you can find us, YouTube, etc., you can share your ideas, otherwise listen for the shout-out, and thank you for making it through. <laughs>